Hi. Howdy. This is Frank. And Nick. And Gritty Gaze. Gritty Gaze. Good morning. It's uh, another recording day, and we're happy to be back and uh, and take on some more gritty subjects. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful day in Portland, if you can't tell. Yeah, it's going to be in the 80s today. Woohoo! Yeah. No more rain. It rained so crazy hard this past weekend. Oh, uh, we need we need it though. Random. We need it. Better better rain than forest fires. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's how that's how it was. Yes, I just it. noticed it. I was like, um, yeah. So, what are we tackling this week? Uh, uh, we're gonna talk diets. Wow. Uh oh, talk diets. Diets, food, or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, oh god. I think also, you know, diets doesn't necessarily need to mean like a diet. You know, that you're yeah, on yeah. diets. You know, we all have different diets. It's our daily daily intake, that yeah. kind of stuff. For sure. Uh, and uh, Portland's a bad place to be on a diet on, though. Absolutely. Uh, I've gained weight since moving here. And it's just fine. I don't mind it because I've enjoyed There's so much good food here. It's crazy. So much good food. Mexican food is debatable. Uh, but everything else is great. <laughs> yeah, um, you really, you got to go out to Hillsborough to find the good Mexican the good, Yeah. I'm like, but everything that I have tried has been pretty good. I can't complain. There's nothing that I really think I'm like, ah, I wouldn't go there again. Or um, That restaurant we went to with the gyms, Los Puñales, that was pretty good. Oh, yeah. That was, was like a queer-owned restaurant. A taco restaurant. It was really good. I forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I mean, not probably not your classic Mexican food, but... But it was good. It was like different style <laughs> of tacos and... Uh, very filling and it's queer owned, so it's cool. Um, I yeah, they they do tacos well here. I'll tell you that tacos they they are really really yummy. There's like a few places. Um, I enjoy uh, my diner food. I'm like you know you know this. So Frank Frank loves his diners. I like classic like that. diners. Yeah. So and here there's a few. Um, there's one really near near me which I really love and I've taken him. I'm I'm there like weekly, which is horrible, but. JM. It's called JM. It's delicious. Uh, they have this special called the JM plate, which is like two English muffins with two basted eggs with Gruyere cheese and then two big old slices of bacon. It's just the best thing ever. It's just so comforting. It's And they have good coffee. See, I love that because breakfast, I usually don't eat breakfast in general. If I eat it at home, it's going to be typically like an oatmeal or like a yogurt and a string cheese. Something easy. But I usually just don't eat breakfast, which I know is really bad. And then I go straight to lunch. And then a lot of times like dinner is lunch and then I'll have another something like later. Yeah. So like that's one area that I could probably improve is like actually start eating breakfast. <laughs> yeah, like that's a big one. Like I became a breakfast person. Like I was the same way about five, six years ago. Uh, and it changed my whole perspective. Like. I guess, I don't know, I just, I was the same way. I was like, I would do like, lunch would be my breakfast, you know? I was like, not a, I wouldn't get hungry, but now or, I'm like, Or coffee is your breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, yep. But no, I love breakfast food. I think it's my favorite. I don't, I don't really do lunch because lunch gets boring. Like, lunch is like mini dinners or, or just breakfast again for me. Because, I mean, you can only do so many sandwiches or you can only do so many bowls of something or like, it, I know to me, like maybe it's just my brain. Like lunch is harder to like always fit in. I mean, I can do a breakfast like nothing and a dinner like nothing, but lunch is like 
it's such a weird meal, you know? There's no specific, like, my lunch beside what we know, which is, like, a salad or a sandwich or, right. you know, like, I, they're staples. I think, I think also lunch for me is easier and better than breakfast because, I mean, as you know, I'm kind of slow going in the morning sometimes. Yeah. And, like, I like to, you know, relax, drink my coffee slowly, especially now in my fun employment era right now. Fun employment. Um, yeah, I just... I like to just get ready slowly and then, you know, make some lunch plans and just go meet someone yeah. somewhere. Um, I, I do think also that being unemployed, my diet has gotten a lot better than when I was working. Oh, yeah, because you're not in that rush. It lets a you rush. Plan. Like, I actually have energy yeah. to make something in the evening. Yes. Um, and not, not only that is that, I mean, until I was laid off, I was working on Mississippi Avenue, which, you know, is a very busy street of restaurants and shops and everything so lunchtime you know we would always end up just like Run walking down, down the street yeah. go get some thai food which you know probably is not the best thing to be eating every day for lunch, for you lunch. Know? yeah <laughs> no like i i totally get that because maybe that's why like my weirdness for lunch comes from because it's always tied into like work since when you're an adult like you know it's like it really is it's oh, like I'm what do you do for lunch break. i'm going on the lunch there's nothing and it's always like Kind of underwhelming, like, I mean, it, it is what it is, unless if you're really craving something, like, I really want to go for lunch right now to have this, but I don't crave it as much as I do, like, a good breakfast or a good dinner, you know? Um, right. And I love it. This week, though, I read that here in Portland is uh, the James Beard Shortbread Week. Have you heard about this? Shortbread? Short, yeah, a uh, strawberry shortcake. I'm sorry, strawberry shortcake. Oh, okay. Because um, I went to, there's a there's a market, where I'm not bougie at all, but there's a market called Zupan's. Zupans? Zupans. Yeah. But I love milk or like cream and stuff in the glass stuff. And there you can go and like trade it back in and and you get cash back for your like glass stuff. But I saw they had a poster. It's like James Beard, like for the James Beard market. I guess there's a market for all income levels, like a, a thing that they do with the James Beard Foundation. Is it like a contest? It's not a contest. It's like a market that they have. But this it's this is a, a like a promo all week that they're like, you go to different places in Portland and they're making their version of a strawberry shortcake and then you can buy you know how they have like okay. pizza week or whatever right and uh because yesterday I was walking by downtown and they had a farmer's market and then the two of the booths had a a shortcake special a sh strawberry shortcake okay. I was like oh so it is a thing I was like that's cool I love stuff like that's a cool tea I'm telling you Portland's bad they have weeks for food they're like this is pizza week this is Hot dog. Yeah, we had sandwich is, week recently. Yeah. Of course, there's pizza week. Yeah, that's what I did pizza week. He did sandwich week, though, right? Yeah, I went to one place for sandwich week, Laurelhurst Market. It was, I mean, the sandwich was delicious. A little heavy on the sauce. My recommendation, put the sauce on the side. <laughs> and I went for pizza week to a random uh, vegan Detroit-style pizza place. And I'm not a vegan or anything like that. You know, vegan cheese is uh, iffy. And uh, anyways... I had this chorizo type, anyways, chorizo like pizza, like deep dish, and it was delicious. It was delicious. And I was like, I ate my words. I was like, dang it. Um, it the cheese was actually cheese tasting, but I don't know what witchcraft they do or what they use. But normally when I've tried vegan stuff, that's the biggest kicker. And I remember I went to a party once and someone, they were vegan, the couple, and they brought over vegan nachos and Oh my God, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Oh yeah, I that's was the like, thing. that it's was like not, cheese. that was like prison. <laughs> I don't know, I've never been to prison, but I felt like this is what 
I don't know. It was like gruel. I was like, what is this? No. This cheese and I and I had to be nice and it was like the worst thing because I'm not picky with food, but with that I was like, oh, I don't think I ever want to try vegan cheese again. You know? Yeah. And then I've talked to some of my vegan friends who are like, oh, I know like the best brand of vegan cheese, and I'm like, I've yet to see it. Yeah, you're like, and that's the thing is with diets. Like, if I were to ever actually go on a diet, um, which is probably not going to happen because I'm also in my treat yourself era, um, I don't think I could ever give up cheese. Like, I could give up all dairy except for cheese. Like what? Like, like, like what's your give favorite cheese? Well, what's your favorite cheese? Do you have a cheese or you just like cheese, period? I mean, probably, oh, favorite cheese. That's difficult. I almost want to say my favorite's Gouda, my favorite's if Gouda. you get that reference. Um, Wait, she's what's... the man, Amanda Bynes, oh, Sebastian man. Hastings, we love you. Um, but no, probably, I mean, Gouda's really good. Brie probably is my favorite. Brie. Oh, that, you're like, you're a Brie guy. That's the... It's so diverse. You can do it in so many things. You can have like savory brie dishes or like sweet brie dishes. That's the one that like they usually bake and stuff, right? And yeah, like, like a baked brie yeah. dip or something. So like I am okay with brie. I love cheese, but there's where we differ. Brie has a sandy taste to me. Sandy. Yeah, like an earthy taste that I. Oh yeah. That I I'm not. You don't like blue cheese. I love blue cheese, which oh, is weird because I thought I would love brie. But I don't dislike brie, but I'm just not one of the ones where like, oh, that's what I have now, blue cheese. I'm like, yes, give me blue cheese. I'm like, I love, I even love to get the weird, cheese. like weird horseradish cheddar. It's just like, I know people I, are like, what? I know I've had that before. I can't picture that. And taste. a sandwich. See, that's what I'll take a sandwich. Like in a sandwich is amazing. But you have to like those flavors. You have to be like of that horseradish wasabi life, you know, like type flavor. Like, Which, yeah, I love all yeah. that. Yeah, if you're not, then don't ever try that. Stick to your, your like, your cheddar, your American cheddar, you know? Right. Um, but I do, and I love the stinky cheeses. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, they're just, I, I, you know, when you get older, you need more uh, stuff in your mouth. Wait, that sounds dirty. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, the no, older you get, the, the more get, you need. The, the more shit you need in your mouth. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, the more flavor in your mouth, the more you know. Oh God, this sounds all dirty. But you know what I mean. Like, it's just keep going. It's just it's just. I don't know. I love, and diets. I mean, my diet is not great. It used to be a lot better. I was by very restrictive though before. It was very like you know, let's just do like no carb. And Nick has experienced some of my craziness. I've been like on egg fasts oh. and stuff. And I thought you were say Nick has been about it. No, no. no. Well, you have. He has. I'd be like. The like, come on, one more Tito's and soda, yes. please. Or, like, I'll be, like, in a fast, and I'll be like, well, it'll end tomorrow. It's okay. We can break it one day early or, you know. Um, but I'm trying to be <laughs> less restrictive and just more a healthy plate. You know, right. just, like, veggies, protein, and a grain. Like, you're just healthy what I like because you can only restrict so much. And I don't know if it's the change of being here in Portland or whatnot, but in the last year I've noticed that I'm, like, more okay just being – how I am as is, you know, like even body wise and like what I eat, it's not as much like this weird, like I can't eat that or I won't eat that. Um, I'm allowing myself and it's like, and it does, it's not, it's second nature. It's not like before, like I've always had this struggle with food my whole life. So like, there's always the, like a, like a, I'm assuming what like a heroin or crack addict is, which I don't want to, compare because i don't know people are like that's not even the same but to me it's like I, if i touch this pizza will i go on that ro- 
spiral and be like, "What to go pizza?" Right. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be compared to hard drugs. Food can be an addiction. Yeah, itself, when it is, you know, you know, for for a lot of people. And see, I think for me, I mean, I don't really eat that much, and I'm a very slow eater. Uh, yeah, I've noticed you're like. You're not like an overeater yeah. or anything like that. I notice <laughs> those things because of my life, but you're not. Like, you're just you're used, very used, consistent. Yeah, I used to work with this guy who, every time on our lunch break, like, we would, you know, not every time, but sometimes we would order food and we would get it to go and bring it back to the office and just eat at our desk. And he would always look over at me and be like, you eat like a little bird. You <laughs> say a little yeah. bird. Because, uh, yeah, I do eat really slowly. I think that, for me, the issue is more like, timing of when I eat, like I said, is that I'll have breakfast at lunchtime, dinner or lunch at dinner time, and then have like a late something and then go to bed. And that's like one of the worst things you yeah, do just, just eat and go out. to bed. Yeah. And I try I try to give at least like two or three hours before I go to bed after eating. But you know, sometimes it doesn't always work that way. Yeah, it's the I don't know, there's so many like uh suggestions on when to eat or how to eat or like you shouldn't do this or do that but if your body's just to a certain way like you you intake later or whatever so your body probably knows like oh i'm not he's not starving us like we know we eat at this time or whatnot you know right. there's it's just and i will say my eating habits and like timing and that stuff was dramatically different you know two months ago when i had a of job course. and now that i'm unemployed <laughs> he was just teasing me this morning about how I never know what day of the week it is now that I don't have a job. His fun employment, yeah, because he was like, oh, you have an appointment, and I told him I have a recurrent appointment on a certain day, and he was like, oh, yeah, I forget you have it on this day, and I was like, it wasn't that day, wasn't but I was like, I, I told my husband, I was like, oh, he's living his best life because he doesn't know what day it is. I am, I am. That happens, life, though. That's how I was, like, the first time, the first month that I was unemployed, and like, I was like, wait, is it the, what day is it, Thursday? I was on the same way. I was like, no, it's you know, it just they mush us together, you know? It definitely does. Um, but yeah, no, food is like, it's huge. And I, 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 what I like about being out here in, in, in Portland is like, huge is a big, uh, food is a huge influence here. There's huge, a big influence. Yeah. Huge variety. So, like, even when you were on your egg diet, your egg fast, so the, we still went out and found places that. He could find an egg dish, yeah. and I could eat whatever the hell I wanted. Oh, I just hit my microphone that. Um, <laughs> we're using these new lapel mics, uh, trying to get better sound. Yeah. Um, and I keep tapping into mine. Okay. Um, but we, if we would go out to eat, we could find a place that he could get an egg dish, and I could get what I wanted. Like, um, we went to the food carts up on Mississippi. Yeah. There was a, there's a cart up there, a really popular one, Fried Egg, I'm in Love. He was able to get his eggs there. Yeah, and, nice and I was and able to get and that care. Matt's barbecue. Mm. If you're if you're not on an egg fast, I definitely recommend going to Matt's barbecue. Yeah, and it smells delicious. Oh, um, so good. No, and uh, I've noticed that you know there's here there's farmers markets all all the time. You know, like I mean, yesterday there was the Wednesday one downtown. There's that Saturday big one that everyone knows. Milwaukee has one on Sundays. Oh, yeah, uh, they're everywhere. Really good. So there's like food is accessible and um, fresh food. And what I, what I like is that they also have these farmer markets have, uh, you're able to use your like low income stuff if you're like on, on SNAP benefits or all that. Like it's not, because most people, uh, you know, like farmer market, farmer's markets are very, uh, <laughs> you know, a, little, a little more niche, you know, it's like that. 
that white family, like we're going to like, you know, the farmer's market and buy a $5 onion, you know, but there's right. other stuff and, and well, and the prices really aren't that bad. They're not, they're like, you just have to know how to shop like anywhere else, you know? Um, and like, yeah, like I, my area where I live, there go everywhere. There's restaurants everywhere. And, and, and the cool thing about it also here is they're very accommodating too, with like uh, dietary needs. In, in this in this uh, city, oh yeah. So which is a cool thing, because um, then you don't have to explain over and over, or and or they don't question it like other places like that I've I've dealt with or whatnot. Um, right. If you're gluten intolerant, lactose intolerant, yeah. they'll they'll even you know often cook something in a separate space for you, like Mississippi pizza example. They cook their vegan gluten free pizzas separately from their other pizzas. Yeah. So. They're very accommodating. Or like um, the place J and M that I say I go, when sometimes I don't want to do the the English muffins on that special I get, I literally tell her, hey, like I don't want to do the bread, and she's like, okay, we can do this, this, and this, like right away. They're like, this is what we do because they are used to it. You know, they're used to these mm -hmm. substitutions, which are cool, which I I, I like, because um, then you go, you're out to spend more money, and you can, you know, if they're accommodating, why not? Because you you know it does. It's great. The big thing that I learned is cooking for yourself helps to know what you want to put in your body, you know? Well, and you are very fortunate that your husband is a wonderful cook. Uh, I've had many things that he's cooked, and I'm he not does not disappoint. Yeah. I'm not a cook. Yeah, he loves cooking. It's his thing. I feel cooking is like, I can bake because baking, there's a formula, and people say recipes the same way. But no, there's the thing about recipes where you have to, like, oh, this is a little more here, a little less here, and you get this flavor where it's, oh, this is really good. I'm an over-salty guy, so everything I make, I have to have salt. So people are like, oh, my God, what is it? Like, I make my <laughs> I make my rice and chicken bouillon, which is super salty already, but I like oh, that people are yeah. like, or like things like that, And but I'm just used to that, and most people See, I See, and I'm an like, under-salter. I can under-salt, but then I make up for it with other, other things. Stuff. Okay. Like, you know, like... Chili pepper, cayenne pepper, yeah. um, garlic, you know, maybe some turmeric or some curry, you know, get other flavors in there along with the salt. And that kind of brings that salt flavor out, out even a yeah. little bit more without having to use too much salt. Yeah, uh, like it's a skill to learn how to yeah. like actually cook and season and stuff. It's, it really is because, you know, when people really say, I don't know how, I can't cook. Well, I don't get that. I feel like that's what they mean. Like, why do like I'm like. If I have to do the seasoning and really like get in there, that's like that's like magic. That's like a witchcraft thing, you know. It's like like you're doing this thing. Like baking literally is a science. It's like three quarters yeah. of this and only this much water and only one of these because it's a science. Uh, but I, you can still get a little creative. So like the other day for um, Father's Day, I made a lemon pound cake, which again, like you said, baking is very precise, and you have to have those measurements out perfectly or it's going to come out all wrong but what i did is i i made the pound lemon pound cake batter did like half of it in the pan then i pureed in the food processor some blueberries pureed that and then i just kind of like drizzled, drizzled it in mm. and just kind of like swirled it around with a fork did another layer of batter and then another layer of blueberry Ooh. so like you can still get yeah. creative with baking and change things up a little bit it was my first attempt at like a marbly type cake how did it, come it, out? it tasted really good it didn't look quite as good as i wanted it to it still looked marbly but not I'm sure quite they, the way your dad loved it, it though. oh everyone loved it yeah 
I did a I did like a blueberry lemon um, glaze. Yeah, a buttercream glaze on Ooh. top of it too. So that was that sounds delicious. Very good. Yes. I had um, a flourless gluten-free chocolate cake thing yesterday, which sounds crazy. Like, I know that no flavor. I've had one of those before. Delicious. Yeah. It was actually really good from, uh, I said, Crema. That, there's one here called Crema, like a coffee shop, but mm-hmm. then there was another one off of Ankeny, I think, or something out there. Like, And it's huge, and it was delicious. And, um, I mean, my, my diet consists of a lot of coffee, so I know all the coffee shops here. Yesterday I went to two different coffee shops, plus had coffee at my house. Plus coffee from our building downstairs, so I'm like, you know, that's in my diet. Is like I I live on coffee, um, and I'm in a great place for it. How do you how do you like your coffee? It's gonna sound very douchey because now with all these memes and stuff, they make you subconscious. Like I'm a I don't black, like black coffee. I'm a black coffee person, <laughs> or like sometimes I do like a cappuccino. Like that's my favorite thing, like a cappuccino. But I do do lattes, but the lattes that I like are like a rose. I love rose flavor a lot. Like I love like. The first, I remember the first time I had a rose flavored thing was at this Indian restaurant and they had random in California, they had uh, rose popsicles. This lady was making rose popsicles. And I was like, this is delicious. Nice and refreshing. It was yeah. so good. And then I started figuring out there's more. And so yesterday I was walking by a tea shop and they had rose sugar. So it was sugar that was wow. sitting in rose petals for a while and stuff. And I used that this morning for my like morning cup, my early morning coffee, which uh, is my espresso. And it, I mixed it with uh, cream, and I, I steamed the milk. It was so good. I was like, this is like, and, and that's how I like it. I don't do, like, the sugar dessert coffees because I like my dessert, like, in, like, actual cakes and stuff like that or, like, an actual milkshake. I'm going to go milkshake full out. I don't want to do it, like, in a in a frap, you know? Unless right. when I did see him one time, we did go have a frap that uh, I was, like, brand new, and it was delicious. It was like that. Remember that Starbucks when we were walking? Oh yeah, with AJ. Yeah, up on um, MLK. Yeah, yeah, it was really uh, like a caramely. Actually, just right up this road here. That Can way. you see the road? Oh yeah, yeah. right up that road. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny the other days. I saw a bunch of like people walking on this, and our, my view is literally this. So I was like, "That's a lot of gays. That's a lot of family walking. What's going on?" And I I saw people posting pictures, and it's a Janet Jackson concert. I was like, I knew it. I was like, it was a call to the gays. They're like, Janet is here, because I was like, big groups. It's like Pride is not around yet, right? But like, they were like having a blast. Oh God, I would have loved to go to that show. Apparently, Ludacris opened for her. What? Yes, I was like, I would have gone. And apparently, someone was like, like 20 minutes before the show started, like somebody tweeted like, Hey, there's still like general tickets, and people want to. We should have done. I know, especially for like, I didn't. I didn't know that was going on to the day of, which is random, but... I think I told you this already, but when I was a kid and the Velvet Rope album came out, I literally sat in front of my boombox calling C100 over and over again, asking them to play songs from hey. Velvet Rope. Oh, oh, it needs to go. I did not like, know please. what you want. That one's fun? That one? Uh, yeah. yeah, right? The one with the hair, right? She has the, the red, red hair. Curly the red hair. hair. Yeah, I love that look. I love how I like... Certain album covers are so like iconic that you remember them. You know, like I remember that. I remember her picture with the hands over the boot, the Janet, where she's. Oh, of her, course. You know, everyone knows classic that. Classic Janet, yeah. Um, by the way, I forgot. I mean, we're diverting from food, but I saw Little Mermaid by myself the other day. I <gasps> am in love with Halle that. Bailey. Oh my God, they couldn't have picked a better Ariel. I, 
she played it so well. Like I was like upset. But Ursula, her performance Phenomenal. was great. Ursula, Mithlissa's performance was great. The makeup, I still couldn't. The no. first close up they do of her and the like uneven eyebrows and the eyeshadow, and I was like. I know we won't no. get into the makeup situation anymore. Maybe we'll do a, an episode called Makeup and talk about that. We're but... going to do a drag episode someday, and we'll talk oh! about that. But anyways, watch the movie, guys. Like, go... It was so well done. It was... Oh, but that song, like, though, I, that, I am... that ballad that the, the key prince sings. The prince, that, I call it the Bon Jovi much. ballad. I feel it's very, like, early 90s when they try to make those, like... Anticlimactic. Like, oh, it was, like... I don't we it didn't was need too that. much. And did you notice at one point and um, okay, nothing against that actor because I absolutely I can't his name is blanking on me right now, but he's a very good actor. He's a British guy, I think. Um, right? yeah, very yeah. good actor. He's in this other show called World on Fire that's okay. incredible. Um but did you notice that one point while he's singing it kind of like slows down and then it has this like the swell light build up and then he runs up the steps yes! and it's like this doesn't feel as big of a moment as no, like he like runs to the ship, and it's like the ship that's not there anymore, though, right? It wasn't like the real ship; it was like in his mind. That was the like, or like a memory, or yeah, like it was a, a flashback. So like it was weird. That was the only weird part. I did love the number though that they gave her when she's in in her head when she can't talk in there. She's mm-hmm. what's going on, like yes. the mates. That was really cute. That was and, very Broadway. Yeah, it was it was very Broadway, and I believe it or not, I did love stupid uh, the scuttlebutt. scuttlebutt. Oh, oh no, the so scuttlebutt! Good. I was like, yeah, it's memorable, and it's funny because when I saw it, it was cute. There were two kids. little kids, yeah. and as soon as the song ended, they would not shut up singing about. I was like, oh, that's why Disney does this. Yeah, because literally the song ended, and they were like, it, these kids were like in tears, laughing, and they're like scuttlebutt. Yeah. That like the whole movie, and I was, it didn't bug me because it's a kid movie, and like right. normally I would have been like. Hush your child. Up, yeah. yeah, like, but I was like, this is fine. I was like, anyways, watch it. Um, and yeah, he, and I'm, I'm not a fan of Disney remakes at all, this but one this was one good. was so good. Talking about that, though, see, I'm, I'm, seafood, I've been something that I've been getting <laughs> into. Yeah. Seafood's like a perfect transition yeah, back into. I've been like getting into seafood. Like, you, you took me and we went to the oyster bar, and I was like, Oyster bar, yeah. I was, he liked the shooters, but I like the actual oysters, and I like the shooters as well. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, we went to what was that? Eat, eat an oyster bar on Williams. Very good. Uh, seafood for me though, all about the sushi. Yeah, I'm a sushi guy too. Sushi. Sashimi. I'm a sashimi. Sushi sashimi guy. nigiri. Um, I like poke. Oh, I love some Hawaiian poke. Oh yeah. Well, I'm like a fish. Fish. I shouldn't like judge because I remember really. I've only had like a sit down like grilled fish like that maybe twice, and it was at of course a Disney. At um, this restaurant called Carthay Circle, and they make a sole, but it literally just tastes like butter meat. <laughs> I don't know how to put it, but <laughs> it's just buttery meat, so it didn't have that fish taste or whatever. So, and I like salmon, play, good enough. It's not something that I'm like crave. Oh, salmon is my favorite fish. He on likes the planet. it. Yeah, cooked raw, I do not even care. You're like you're a salmon guy. Seared, yeah, yeah. all of it. No, it's just like, and it, we're in a good state for salmon. Yeah, Oregon, Oregon's known for salmon. I should like. Try it more because I like I started liking salmon when I was forced being a poor like college student. I was touring in Denmark and um, all the food specials would only happen during lunch, so they would have these cheap lunches. But all the lunches always had fucking salmon, and I was this before I ate yes. fish. And I was like, there was a pasta dish one that I had salmon. I was like, you know what? Fuck oh, it. I was yum. like, and then I was like, oh, this is good. 
was like, okay, we can do this. So I was like, let me do the lunch specials. And that's how I learned to like salmon. I was like forced to like. Well, that's the thing about fish is like, if it's not cooked properly with the right ingredients, it can be awful. Yeah. But if it's cooked right, oh, delicious. So good. Yeah. So, and that's another thing I've been getting into. I'm still not, I don't like to work for my food. So I'm not about like crab legs and like, it's good, but I, I hate the process of working for food. Unless like, it's like a giant crab leg where you can get like a full. Yeah. Or like it's already like, there's ones where they're like done for you. And like, the, it's just the meat that's different, but I'm not about like that, that working, but it might be better because you probably eat less or. I don't know. It's more conscious eating, you know, than... Or you just eat slower. Yeah. Um, Slowly like me. Like a little bird. Yeah, you, my friend Tammy, and my friend Stephanie eat so slow. That's what I notice people's eating habit. I know, I hate it because I like, usually if I'm, if I'm out with friends. It doesn't bug eating, me, though. I think everyone's I'm... done, and I'm like halfway through, and I'm like, I guess I'll just take a box. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm used to it because most my, like I said, my people that I hung out with the most usually eat slow, so I'm like... It doesn't irk me. Before I'm like, oh, let me keep up or like all of be slow. But I'm like, no, this is how I eat. You eat well, time. and like you said, eating can be like a social thing. And for me, it's like if I'm out with friends eating, like I want to talk while we're eating. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. Like food is, is great. Like it's great. I love food. Food is great. And it like really we're in a country where we can ex access like basically what we want food wise and mm -hmm. it's crazy produce wise like year round and stuff because i remember when i toured in europe <laughs> this is a memory i'll always have because i remember uh like texting or calling my husband and i was like all i want is a goddamn banana and we could not find bananas because i'm so used to just going to the grocery store and being like oh there's right. a banana but most places work one season of the five seasonally stores yeah and at this place, there was like two stores, and one had the produce, and it's whatever's in season. It's like they don't bring exotic. Which I, I also kind of love know? that. Yeah, which is cool, but it's like when you're like privileged American, and you're like, I want a banana, or I want a peach right now, or something where you can get something right. year round, and you forget. But you know, you're encouraged to eat seasonally because it's the best of the best of that time, and it's right. just it keeps a a, a schedule. Um, but it's like hard to eat. It was when you're used to like, why can't I get a strawberry right now? Or why can't I get this right now? You know, um, and that's a great, great thing to have here. And it, but it's also a little unsettling when we have an abundance of produce that's like not in season. It's like, where was, where and how was where this? Are you, where are you yeah, fabricating exactly. these fake strawberries? You know, right? Or I'm just not gonna ask questions. I'm just gonna eat it. <laughs> well, I'm like that with. I'm a weird chicken guy. I love chicken. Like, I'm, I won't say I love it. I like chicken plenty. Uh, I like fried chicken a lot. But, you know, people like having a grilled chicken breast or whatever. Me, if it's bigger than, like, my fist or is as big as my fist, that's too oh, much that's chicken. Right. I'm, I get grossed out. So, like, I, a full chicken breast is too much. Too, it it weirds me cut out. cut it in half. Yeah. Or, like... And I don't know where that comes from, but it's like at one point I think I had just like a big type of Costco like chicken breast, and I was like, that's just meat, like big. That's like a chicken, which you'd be like, oh, that would turn you vegetarian. I didn't because I like meat, but I was like, that was too unsettling for me. But you know, when you go to regular like restaurants or whatever, and the chicken breasts are smaller, and stuff, I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, and it's gonna sound another very douchey Portland thing, but like when you get something <laughs> that is like or like organic or like you know that it's like just like 
farm fed or grass fed or whatever and it is smaller because they're not hormoned up you know because mm -hmm. they for sure like bringing up costco you guys have seen those rotisserie chickens at costco they're like literally five dollars and they're like bigger than my head and i was like that can't be normal like you know <laughs> and that yeah where and, did these chickens come but from? it's great to feed people that don't have if you have a big family and like i need two of these and for 12 bucks i can get two of these and feed six you know right. like it's that i see that you know um i just feel like food should just be a a, a human right and accessible to everyone i don't feel Absolutely. it's weird it shouldn't there shouldn't be countries that are still hungry well yeah we have even just in portland like we're talking about just this abundance of food in portland there are thousands of people here who are food insecure who don't get to have the benefits that we have of trying out different restaurants every day. Um, I mean, luckily we do have the Oregon Food Bank, which does a lot of really great work for the underserved. There is um, a lot of food banks, I've read about that, yeah. Yeah, which I think that um, Frank and I have discussed having a uh, an episode where we go uh, volunteer at the Oregon Food Bank, so that's yeah. something to look forward to here. For sure. Um, but I guess as we're closing out here, uh, how about this last question? What is the best meal you've ever had in your life? Oh gosh. Oh, the best meal. I should have asked you this before ahead of time. This is going to be really weird and probably like nostalgia, but like there's like, I don't know if it's a meal, but my grandma passed away when I was 11 or 12, but she would make the best tamales like during Christmas, Yum. but I didn't like, I liked the tamales fine fresh, but I would, I would stay at my grandma's house a lot. Like she, we were like this and, um, she would make them leftover and fry them and then make them with two like fried eggs on the side. So like a tamale so you, chimichanga. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Like it was like, and she would make these cheese tamales with like green chili inside and then have those. But then my aunt lived with her and this is my other aunt and she would make um, this amazing yellow cake with chocolate frosting, just basic. So those are my favorite things. I think if I could have those flavors because I haven't had them since I was, 12. You should try making it. You know, oh God, that scares me because like, I don't know how like, I would, those tamales are so specific how my grandma made because there's only one place that I tasted some where like, this is, you know, memory attached to like food. Uh, I was like at a, a yard sale type like rummage sale thing and a person was selling cheese tamales and I was like, oh, this is cheese tamales with green chili, which I love. And I tried it, and as soon as I bit to it, it was weird. It took me to like, it made me sad, but it made me happy because I was like, literally i was like grandma like this is exactly and i was like it's weird how powerful food can be mm -hmm. and i was like i bought a whole bunch from that lady because like i want to have that flavor and um that wasn't here in portland no that was in california and of course i never found that lady again because it was just a random lady at a rummage sale but i remember those that's the closest thing that I like but that's a meal that i would so yeah. there's a park up in north portland um the overlook bluffs where we need to go there someday because in the summertime people just like pile into that park to watch the sunset over the river and uh there's this woman sometimes looks like her family maybe who come rolling through with a cooler full of tamales, tamales. oh hell like, yeah that's my like that's my thing so we should yeah. check that out uh, yeah because those are like i know they're they're the best <laughs> um what is yours but yeah mine's easy tamales with the fried eggs that were like my grandma's you know i've done that for myself and my grandma's version nice yeah i would say Probably the best meal that I've ever had was actually when I was working at the convention center. I was catering there, which 
you can see the convention center right behind Frank there. Spires. Um, I was catering there, and when we had you know big meals that we were serving, the kitchen would always make extra for the catering staff. So we would all eat whatever we were serving to uh, guests, and it was grilled swordfish with mashed potatoes and asparagus. And I mean, I already love fish, but that swordfish, and that's the only time I've ever had swordfish, was the best meal ever, like hands down. So good. It's, it's crazy because like, I, I remember, there's two other, really quick, I remember that I had in Hawaii, there was a place called Mama's Fish House in Maui. Mm -hmm. And it's like a known place. And I had a steak and and coffee from their French press. My first French press ever was there, and it was amazing. So I remember that, and I also remember that I went to uh, Club Thirty Three in Disney, which is like the fact. But it's weird that I don't remember the food. I remember the experience, and it was I like a, it was like is. a ten course. <laughs> it's like the the it's a members only like restaurant. You got oh, to the exclusive Disney. It's dining. ridiculous. You pay like fifteen K a year just to be able to go to that restaurant. Oh so you have to know someone in there and like a friend let us in. But it's funny because I remember the experience, but we paid so much for this food. I don't remember at all. So it's funny to think that my favorite food is like my random grandma's tamale. Mm -hmm. But I've had like, you know, we both have had really amazing foods. Like he took me for my birthday to this place called Eam out here, which I still Ooh. think about all the time. And eventually go again, but they need to be bigger portions. Give me more of that. What is that thing I like? The, well, the the white curry. With, yeah. Well, not bigger portions. It's just for that. Maybe give me more white curry. Yeah. Well, so yeah, and they are known for the white curry, which is white curry with brisket and burnt ends. But that day when we went, we went with the Jims and Frank's husband, and we did it kind of tapas style, where we ordered. A bunch of things and we, and all, we all tried yeah so if you had your own white curry to yeah. yourself which is just like my sister she there was one time shelly and i went there with her yeah. we convinced her to do it top of style She's like never again and she literally said this will never happen again. yeah i think I'm she, my own she loves her white curry which that was the my meat, favorite thing the there. From, it's a thai barbecue place and the meat from there is from matt's barbecue that you have from the ends there yeah. look at you you and connect it everything oh it's so good but on that note. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us for food mm -hmm. and diets. And it was laid back. We'll get more into uh, other like food and body weight issues because I've gone through it. Gritty topics. Yeah. But go eat. Go eat some yummy stuff. Yeah. You know? treat, treat yourself. Summer, summer grilling. I want to grill out here. That's why I told Curtis. I need to grill. Oh, hell yeah. Great grill yes. on that patio over there. But we'll see you uh, next Thursday. And keep supporting and sharing. And... Yeah, if you yes, like please. it. I feel like we're like the Great British Bake Off type podcast. We're like more calm than like the, you know, the crazier calm. So if you like just calm talk and not craziness, listen to us and our sweet voices. I'm just kidding. Like, yes. we'll, we'll make it an ASMR podcast. Stop now. Anyways, love y'all and keep listening and keep gritty, you know? Yep. Bye. Bye.